You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. We know that Chazal say in the Gemara Brochus, you need to have a shoymer for a choyla. And yet we are in situations where we're leaving choylim in hospitals and, and rehab centers. And because of the uh, strictures of COVID-19, we're not able to go in with them. Now, how does that, what about the fact that you, a choyla needs a shoymer? And Rabelsky uh, first emphasizes, and we saw this last week, that you need to have uh, a, a shomer has to be someone from Yisrael. A non-Jew cannot be a shomer. So that would be a problem, especially if uh, the, the hospital uh, is staffed uh, by predominantly non-Jews. Uh, the, the home care staff, whoever it is, is someone who's ill someplace and has a, a person taking care of them. But Rabelsky is machadesh that the whole idea of Shemira is a spiritual one from Hezek. This is what they say you need a Shomer, and this is what a Chosen and Kala need as well during the week of the Shevet Brochus. And that, Rabelsky wants to say, is only if you leave the house. And he proves it from a Teisvis in Bava Metzia that we mentioned last week. Um, and therefore, since the person's in a hospital or in a rehab center, uh, it's not necessary that you don't have to worry about the idea of a, of a Shomer. Obviously, now, I have to mention something else here um, before we move on. And that is a psaac, a very famous psaac of Rebbe Yoshev, uh, where Rebbe Yoshev said that if there is a person in the situation where you can't be in the hospital with them, that even on Shabbos, it's mutter, and not mutter, it's a mitzvah to call and to let the staff know that there is family that is calling and is concerned because the squeaky wheel gets the oil, and it's very important for the people to know, not just to get the the flowers and to get the pillow propped and the and the TV done properly, but Mamish, in terms of pikuach nefesh, Rav felt that to call even on Shabbos to the hospital that they should know that the family is going to be there soon. Of course, now it's not that obvious; it can't happen. But when it would be shayach to at least let the hospital know, be a nudge. And this way, you, you, you are uh, uh, guaranteeing, uh, hopefully, the person coming back uh, in, in, in safe and um, cured, hopefully. So that is uh, the psaac that Rebelsky gave. And he mentioned that um, the uh, – and we'll just read it inside now a little bit um, – he mentioned that Chos and Vakala also need Shmira, not just the wedding day, but actually the whole Shevet Brochus. So if, if, you, if you hold that you need Shmira even inside the house, so that would have been That would have been another reason to. Um, that would have been another. That would have been another reason to. Um, who's waiting here? Hanan. And there we go. Okay. So that would have been another reason for they, they, a minig developed, a strange minig developed, which was. 
Chassanim did not go to shul during Sheva Brachas. That's what we saw last week. Uh, it was a strange minhag. And the postcom are trying to figure out why. So um, Ravelsky says the postcom have all this pilpul why the Chassan's not coming to shul. And he said, if it's true that uh, that they need Shimur, so another reason why the Chassan can't go to shul, because he's leaving his cow in the house. Especially, you know, if they have like a honeymoon suite or whatever it is, or an apartment where they're already living. If you hold, there's a din shmira even inside the house. Remember, this is how it all comes together. The same Gemara that says you need shimur for a choyla puts chosen and kala in the same boat. And Rabelski is machadish based on chosen v'kala, what the din for choyla would be. So therefore, and he says, if it's true that you have to be having a shimer even in the house, then a chosen and kala need a shmir in the house. So why why do the, 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 the poskim need to uh, turn themselves into pretzels, figuring out where this minigarose of Hassan not showing up to Davani the first week. <laughs> Maybe it's because he had to be with his kala. The preacher came up with this thing was, who's going to go to the Hassan's house? Who's going to knock on the door and wait sheepishly and say, oh, you're ready to come to Shul? That's the reason why we're afraid of him going in the street. It's partially the reason why they, he wasn't coming to Shul yet. He couldn't leave his wife. And the fact he says, so then Rebelsky says, like a good Paisik does, that's clear a proof that this that we say people need Shmira from the spiritual Hezek is only Bishuk for labor bias. And of course, he of course was a, a, a Talmud in Tayyavadas and later the Rashiv in Tayyavadas and in Beis Medrashelian. This is very important, and I can tell you, uh, I, I had the schuss to be around or Yaakov Kamenetsky uh, for a number of years, for a couple, every, for three or four months in the summer. Uh, I, I was in the yeshiva in Miami, and that was uh, the summer, the winters of 76, 77, sorry, 76, the end of 77, 78, and 79. And in all those years, I was so chabar Hashem to see Rabbi Yaakov, uh, who would come and learn with us in the yeshiva. Uh, he would actually walk from um, Collins Avenue, where he had his uh, apartment, and he would walk to the yeshiva, and uh, he would learn in the back, and many, many people came to speak to him and talk with him, and, and we had this host to, to ask him Shilas as well. Uh, another time I'll tell you some of the interesting psalm that I heard from Rabbi Yaakov, and he definitely, I will tell you, he definitely acted, he was a tzaddik in the way I saw him. Um, so I'm glad to see Rabbi Belsky. We, we talked about Rabbi Moshe the other day. When 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 uh, Belsky was getting married, he said, you only need a shoymer when the street. Um, he says, if you want to, to have a shoymer always with you, like some guy in him say, like the Ivitz and others, okay. <laughs> you can have a shoymer everywhere, but you don't really need that. Um, okay, so that's an answer in terms of, again, a, a, a partial answer in terms of of leaving people in the hospital. Let's talk about another shayla. With yes, the Chazan and Kala, of course, you can just quick, quick point with the Chazan and Kala, you can say that they're a shomer for each other. 
Right, but right, that, that's true. But in, right, they could be a shema for each other, Michael, in the street. But his whole point is, in a, in a, in a, a if you're not bashuk, you don't need shmira. There might be other reasons to, to, to be worried in the hospital, but not this idea the chayil can't needs a shema. You know what I'm saying? That you don't need. I have to tell you, this psak is very different. Again, a lot of times, the reason why they send people to be in the hospital with someone is you don't want them doing an operation. You don't want them doing something without them realizing it. So there's obviously real technical halachic reasons to have a person there. But that's not the din of the Gemara and Brachas of having a shoimer for a choyla. That, that That's the point. Um, uh, okay. Um, let's talk about uh, this last shayla. Um is there a problem with having bunk beds? I never had this issue. Uh, uh, I don't remember if we've had bunk beds for our kids. But the question was, when you do have bunk beds, right? It's sort of like a, a roof. It's like a roof over the, the lower bed. So the upper bed, do you need to put like a very, uh, like a tent for him, um, I don't know, piece of material all around the bed? Uh, because and it's not such a it's an interesting question I don't know if I would have asked it but he says it's definitely having bunk beds is not a, a din in market and it's not like so so it's interesting he's going to give us a little bit of a background that's worthwhile learning it those are the two mitzvahs that appear together mitzvahs it's got to be a gag so if you have a roof, it might be a tiny roof. Remember, the Gemara speaks about homes that, were, were, that you had to bend into to live in. They were only 10 tfachim tall. So as long as the roof is over a house that's 10 tfachim, the roof begins from 10 tfachim on, there's a din there's a din daraisa this is din daraisa to make a gag, to make a maka. And the maka has to be another yud tvachim, at least. Even if it's a, a tiny little hut, no one's going to fall off of it. That's a din. If there's a gag, you need to put a maka. And that's, that is, it's not because you're, it's true, it does protect people, but what Rebelsky is saying, the mitzvahs I say of Maka, don't play fast and loose to say, ah, no one's going to fall from there. If you have a gog, you've got to put a mock on it. That has to do with what is the situation in your house. If there's a sakona, you have to do something to stop that. So, People, for example, uh, you know, again, uh, there's a, an issue of having booby traps and things in your yard, you know, that people get hurt with. That might be an issue of lisosim domem beisecha. That's not about what's going on on top of your roof. But having, uh, you know, uh, uh, similarly, they, the post can talk about uh, even a situation where um, you have a, a swimming pool. And people, uh, the kids are, uh, can't, um, they can't uh, contain themselves and want to jump over the fence. You know, you need to have a high fence, not just to stop trespassers. If you have a swimming pool that's going to appeal for people to come to, you've got to do what you can to stop that 
from happening, even though they're coming into your into your house shulei so Lisosim Domin Bebeisecha is to be very careful about what you have. Obviously, if you invite somebody, you have to be very careful uh, the things that you have around your house um, to make sure, again, uh, <laughs> you invite some older people around, clean up all the toys from the kids. That's all part of Lisosim Domin. Now, Mitas Komasayim, Ravelski says, <laughs> So first of all, obviously, that's not, a, that's not called a gag. Doesn't matter. The second, the second story of the bunk bed's not a gog. What is it? It's a clee. It's meant to sleep in, even though it's covering the bed right underneath it. It's not called a gog, and it doesn't have a din of opinion. It's not called a gog at all. And even if you want to say they built it into the uh, into the into the uh, to the floor of the bedroom, it's not called a gog in any way, shape, or form. Now it might have a din of an oil. On Shabbos, possibly, if you if it would fall over and if you would put the thing back, it might have a din of an ohel. But obviously, when we talk about gog, gog means a gog bias. This might have a din of ohel, whether there's a din oil in Kalem or not, but clearly it has nothing to do with the Pusik of, of, of Maka. So therefore, now let's go to the other problem. The other problem is in terms of Again, I know Frabelsky did a survey, but he says what from what anecdotally he hasn't heard about this being an issue of kids uh, falling out of the top bunk and hurting themselves. I don't know. You guys can pop uh, ring in if you want and tell me if you've heard about incidents like that, if you're afraid of it. So therefore, he says, you don't have to worry about things happening. Um, you don't have to worry about things happening, uh, you know, again, inventing stuff. If they start to happen, that's, of course, an issue. And therefore, obviously, he says, if it's a small child, obviously, have a child who has a tendency and he's young, to fall out of bed, of course, you can, you shouldn't have him sleep in such a bed, but it's Lachor Poshet, that that's the case. I think similarly, of course, uh, you know, uh, the types of cribs that have the, um, uh, that there are uh, problems with, uh, uh, with the way the bars of the cribs are, that would also probably uh, be included in this type of Shmiras HaNefesh. Okay, so we finished the Halachas of Shmiras HaNefesh. We have another five minutes. I want to start a, a little bit Um, yeah, right. And there, that means, right. That means of Rami that you wouldn't, it wouldn't be austere to do it. You have to know, you have to be smart. I think for those, when the, when, when the FDA, whoever it is, issues the, uh, those uh, warnings about those beds and stuff like that, that, that I think is already a very serious thing. And you shouldn't be afraid to, if you go to someone's house, a nice way to tell them, Hey, you know what? I think this might be a problem. You know, they were giving a lot of times those beds when those cribs uh, became dangerous. You could get them for a song. Everybody was uh, giving them away, and people thought that they were fine. I want to do one over. I want to do one thing here in Hilchas Yontif. So get us ready for Yontif. It's uh, you haven't counted the Yomer. I don't want to be motzi you with this, but of course we're very getting close to the Yontif. It's the it's thirty-two tonight, and we're getting very close to Yontif. So let's talk about something that 
maybe isn't as relevant as it used to be, but when I was growing up, it was. What about smoking on Yontif? Is smoking on Yontif, this is a question they asked Rebelsky, is smoking on Yontif mutter because it's b'chal eichel nefesh? Oh, shem avidavash nefesh. In other words, even though it doesn't necessarily mean eating or drinking, but has smoking become something that is not shavu nefesh? And even though you're a smoker, you can't smoke even though you enjoy it. That would be the question. So let's see Rebelsky's psak. And coming off of Shmira Sanefesh, it's a it's a good segue. It says, We know that smoking does um uh injure the lungs, the lubrius autumn and the general health of people. From the Surgeon General's warnings, from all Nebuch, the, the statistics, we, behavior changed. We're, gonna, we're, we're seeing, we're in the midst of seeing behavior change now also with the coronavirus. When people realize what these statistics and the deaths mean, people stop smoking. Of course, this is a, a, a language what it talked about the Beis Hamikdash that the Amuda Oshon would rise up. We don't see the Amuda Oshon rising in the Beis Hamikdash the way we used to, Kiba Ovar, like in the past. I can tell you, I was in those Bote Midrashim, and some of people here, I don't know how many, but I can tell you, some people might remember that those days as well. And now, Hayochadamashen, when you see a, the guy who goes out to smoke, they look at him They look at him like he's a little bit different. And therefore, halachically, it makes a difference now. So clearly in America, where we're living, this would not be considered shovel kol nefesh. And if a person, even though he enjoys smoking, it would be also for him, it, would be a lot, it might be a malacham in atayra, as we're going to see, a lav midaraisa to smoke, even though you are a smoker. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, That was, again, yeah, this was written later. Yonatan mentions that he, that was an Eretz Yisrael Yonatan is probably talking about. So um, I, I assume that, um, you know, that was the case. Um, oh, and, and Telstone, okay. <laughs> and Eretz Yisrael, yeah. So, uh Yeah, yeah, okay, that's an interesting, okay, that's an interesting question. Um, in other words, it's a question of Rafua uh, and Yontif, in other words. Hanan is asking, let's say a person is a smoker and, and, and he's just, he hasn't, he hasn't broken the habit and he's sitting there with a terrible headache on Yontif. Um, it seems to me Rebelsky also to love menatera, and you know to be to to be doichen isher menatera. It's pretty hard. So I, I, you know, I, that's what it would seem, Hanan. Uh, it would have to be a shtikel sakonadik to be doichen isher menatera. Okay, look, we 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 could go to we can go to town with this, uh, you know. But yeah, what again? This is I, I use okay. We're not talking about smoking marijuana. <laughs> Here we're talking about smoking tobacco. Um, I, I, I would assume marijuana is also not Dovar Shavu Lachol Nefesh. 
ושמעתי שגם בארצנו הקדוש הזכירו בעלי הדס, הוא יזכר ברל עצמו. Well, that would be, again, that's a little bit similar. Um, yeah, that's a little bit what Avrami is asking is a little similar to Hanan's question. Is a person an addict, a person uh, who has withdrawal symptoms? Um, this psaac is extremely, like I said, it, it, it does have nafkaminas. Um, and if you hold it to Nisar Daraisa here, so... Again, you know, it's it, it, it's very hard to be a dinim the rabbanon. You can you can you can say the guy is. I would I am in agree with you. He's probably a chayva called goof. He's probably somebody who's who probably is, is, is can't walk around. His his headaches are probably terrible. And I would agree. And if a person is an addict and can't get what he needs, he, he's not a mensch. But are we going to be? Are we going to allow him to do any sedaris or not? I don't know. Um, I would say no, you don't allow any Sadaraisa unless it's a question of, of Sakona. <laughs> I'm happy we're getting a lot of discussion on this. <laughs> um, maybe I'd, uh, okay, that's a good question. That's a good question. Hanan is saying, and when you're Mishtatif and Din Darabon on that, you could, you know, then it's only an Isra Darabon. Yeah, right. So this gets into a question we're going to see it in Shulchan Arach. Do What coolers do we uh, indicate on Yantav Shani? So, uh, in other words, we, 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 we want to be careful, Hanan, not to make Yantav Shani look like it's only a Darabon. But maybe you're right in this certain, in this situation. Where it's a question of refua and it's only at the rabbanon, we should be, we should allow it. Um, that would be, yeah, that's a, that would be a good. Uh, uh, my das would say, if a guy is a mamish like you say, an addicted person who's going through withdrawal symptoms, uh, I would say, yeah, I could probably go into a room uh, privately and and smoke in order for him to uh, to to not be that way anymore. Um, that's what I would answer. He says, even in Eretz Yisrael, things have changed. Um, they aren't submitting themselves anymore to this terrible habit, which he believes is mamish like suicide. And he says, They've stopped it. It's not, they, they make you go outside of the binyan to smoke. I can tell you that when I was in yeshiva, it wasn't that way. Uh, but now they've answered. Um, yeah, Avrami, right, true. Oinig Yontif, this is what, again, according to, um, and this, I know what Israelis are saying, that you could, that's, that's their Oinig Yontif. And there are still people, even in this community, that will smoke on Yontif because that's their Oinig Yontif. Um, I'm just telling you what Rebelsky's psak is. Um, even th- it feels good, but it's killing you. Um, and therefore, he says, even in those kailim, what are they doing? He says they're 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 going outside of the building in order, as he says, Lamalas taivosa. Yes, it makes their oinig, as you said. Now he quotes a gemara. The gemara says that they used to do mugmar gemara. And Mugmar, the Gemara says, was not mutter only by the very rich people who needed it, but people who were poor, who didn't have the fancy uh, stuff like that, that they weren't allowed to do Mugmar. 
So therefore, if someone does smoke on, someone is smoking, someone is smoking on, uh, in general, or on Yontav in particular, He's like doing something different. You don't see much, much wiggle room here uh, to be mekel. I'm not saying that you have to follow Rebelski's psak, um, and I definitely have Rachmanis for people who who grew up with that habit. My father, Ova Sholem, did, and many people who, who lived in Eretz Yisrael, uh, who started their lives in Eretz Yisrael, um, have that habit, and it's hard for them uh, to makabel any other type of hanhoga. And um, like I said, there's a lot of things that that can, that, that can slowly kill you. Um, I, 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 let me say it a little bit better. There might this does not about the issue whether it's, whether it's us or not to smoke. Rabelsky is saying society in America has made it into something which isn't which is not trouble called nefesh. He's not, it's true, he is ostering smoking, that is true. But that's not the reason why he's ostering it on Yontem. That's on Yontem because the community at large has rejected it. Once the community at large rejects it, it might have been something you could have done 20 years ago, but now it's already not called Shavu Kol Nefesh, and you can't say the world revolves around the way you're doing things. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.